WebCon is back and live in Birmingham once again. If you've attended one of our previous events, you'll know that WebCon really is the UK number one event for wedding business owners of all types. And after WebCon in 2019, we're now more than ready to get back in that room, hanging out with like-minded people and building invaluable relationships and business connections. So let me tell you why this event is shaping up to be our best one ever. This time around, WedCon is all about teaching you how to grow, engage your audience, attract qualified leads, consistently increase your revenue, and boost your cash flow before the year is out. Basically, over the day, you'll learn the very best ways to grow your business, and we can't wait. So if you're a wedding business owner of any kind, then you need to be at WedCon on November the 9th. All the details are in the show notes. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the WebPro podcast. Hi. Hope you're all doing well. Yeah, it's uh, we're recording this straight off the back of the bank holiday weekend. Still got bank holiday vibes, not going to lie. Yeah, same. It's taken me a while to get into like the, the flow of the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, what time are we on now? What are we, 12, 12.30, just 12.30. I feel like it's going to take me until about 2 o'clock, not going to lie. I always seem to get my like flow later on in the day which is annoying because then I've got the kids home and then I've got the tea to cook and then I'm like, oh, I'll just do this work. I'll just do that work. But if that's how my brain works. Yeah, I think um, eased in today, not too much, catch, catching up on a bit of admin, etc. Eased in and um, tomorrow, hopefully, raring to go. What so I'm going to do in the morning for you is I'm going to send you a, uh, like a motivational voice note. Okay. Get up. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm going so we're recording this off the back of being away for two days in London. We learn absolutely loads, don't we? Can't wait to action it and get it into our business. We're not really these kind of pumped up, hustle, hustle, hustle kind of girls, are we? No, um, no. So I'm probably a older and a little bit wiser now for that, maybe. Yeah. We've still I got the hustle, but in a different way. Yeah, if I could have changed anything about the event, it would have been... Um, some some talks were a little bit hustle hustle weren't they a little bit go 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 never never come up for air and we are not about that we're about building businesses that we love that are sustainable give you some time to breathe which yeah, is that, that are, let's say that they're slow burners but not slow as in you know but we're just I think slower more precise <laughs> yeah I think it's it's not about um burnout overwork and, and nobody really spoke about those kind of subjects today, but it was it was very kind of high energy room, um, yeah, work work ethic, all of that sort of stuff, um, mindset. So yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, we know where we're heading, don't we? We've got we've got a plan, got the vision. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> and I, I think there is a lot to be said about stopping, pausing, reflecting. Um, look looking at like what things are going right what things are not going so right so yeah um we had a really good time though it was nice to be away from the children and this is the first time in my career that I have been oh just let me London London um... we went to an awards ceremony but that's a bit different 
I was going to say the first time in my career that I've been away from the children to work, and I think yeah. that's true. So in kind of fourteen years, um, yeah. So um, it was nice, though. It was nice, but we. I did, it, it was been a little bit different and out of the ordinary, and the the males in our lives had to deal with the kids, which is quite nice. Yeah, <laughs> but let's just keep it real for a second. So we are, um, we're in London. We've got no kids. To be fair, this might not have happened had the event not been overrunning. Yeah. But the event was overrunning. Like, I had the shakes. I was so, like, like no food. Lunch burgers were at the, like, on the floor. We needed food. We but... needed some coffee. We needed some food. Because the event was running running behind. It was, like, about 7 p.m. We'd not eaten. Um, and we've been up since 5. And travelled. And, and all of that. Yeah, we've been up since, kind of... Was it five or four thirty? I think my alarm went off at four thirty. Until five. Um, That's yeah, driven down to London. Um, so yeah, come seven, we were tanking, weren't we? So we're like, right, we're gonna go get some food before we, we go to this networking thing tonight. We've got no kids, you know. We're we're relatively comfortable in what we can afford. Can we say Roxy? We we don't. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. We didn't have to <laughs> find any bargain basement kind of chicken house <laughs> but where did we end up where did we end up for food i'm still on a postcard for that one guys <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed i'm ashamed to say that no, 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 no. I, I, i'm ashamed i'm shall i whisper it we went to mcdonald's yeah so that is actually and then actually we i'd already done a mcdonald's on the monday because it was my daughter's birthday party and that's what they wanted so i was just like oh my god like what am i doing However, you know, the event was running behind, etc. So the first time in kind of over a decade that I've been away without the children for a work kind of function. You know, it's, that, it's that Instagram versus reality shiz though, isn't it? Like in real like in reality, so what? Like I was <laughs> that I got to eat at McDonald's and dip my fries in my curry on my own without my kids, like mom, mom. <laughs> I was happy, I was in my element, you know, like it's nice to have a break, yeah. But same with me. I don't think I've ever left the kids. Um, and I, I quite often have a winch about like school run and getting everything done. And God, I've got now do loads of work. But every single day that, well, the two days that the hubby did the school run went like clockwork, Roxy. Yeah, yeah, same. Same in my house. And then this morning, oh, but it shouldn't wind me up. But it winds me up. It's like, well, I can't do that. Yeah, this morning my school run went to absolute chaos and I was like last week you've got yourself up out of bed and to school with no drama and actually this is the first school run maybe that's what it was this is the first mm. school run since we've been back so maybe it was like punishment there is, is something like I did come back and, and, I, and you know as soon as I got back because me me and Kate planned to sneak in the house sneak yeah we came back a bit early didn't we yeah yeah and as soon as the kids heard my car pull up, firstly the dog was like, oh, somebody there. And that was it then. Mummy. And there was up my behind. No. Yeah. And Chris had, had none of that. None of that at all. Yeah. So I, I, there's, there's a vibe that I'm giving off. I'm not giving off the Xbox vibe enough, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we're doing it all again in March. Yeah. So, so much in the And November. So we're obviously away from the WedgeCon in November <laughs> one night. So I, I did tell my daughter and she was like, no. And I was like, we've, we've got to do it. We've got to get on board. Mummy works. 
and then yeah. we're away in March as well. March, so yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. they're all going to cope. They've been fed. They're fine. They've been yeah. cool. I mean, as I said on my little like sneaky podcast recording last night, that was like afterwards, Kate, I've just recorded a podcast. I did say like, I'm glad we're going again in March because I think day one, I felt a little bit out of my comfort zone, like a lot of newness to take in and I probably didn't take advantage of the room enough. So I'm glad we're going back. I'm going to smash it. Yeah, it's good. It's exciting. So, um, yeah, we we wanted to go to this event. So this event, like, was just about us leveling in our skills, wasn't it? And for us to... Um, business development for us. Yeah, find out what's next and kind of everything, sales, marketing, personal development, business development, you know, the things that are a bit outdated now, getting our mindset in the right sort of place. So, yeah, th- this was just an event for us. So don't worry, you've not missed anything. It's not anything wedding specific, but it was just about us going away. It was hosted in Wembley for a couple of days, just before the funeral, wasn't it? The Queen's funeral. So mm-hmm. um, London was gearing up. And there was a lot of people actually that went... Um, and joined the line, wasn't it? it the queue oh, yeah, came back. Um, I mean, those guys, wow. We, we wouldn't have slept if that had been the case. We would have gone straight from the event, queued for 12 hours and been back at the event. So yeah, hats off to anybody that kind of joins that queue. Anyway, today we're going to be chatting to you. Um, I'm, I'm getting real actually in this subject. Like Business is not always fluffy, nice, um, wonderful rosy that kind of instagram vibe that people kind of give off and you know we've hopefully been quite honest about the struggles that we've had in business and how we kind of move past those and i think that really is where people learn isn't it to kind of be able to relate and listen to other people's stories and be able to say yeah you know i've had some days or months or or even longer than months where i felt really bad about my business i've not felt very positive about it and it's actually those um people who we need to make it more real about what entrepreneurship is. So yeah, we do, don't we? The mental health um, aspect of it, uh, that it isn't all roses, that n- there's no guidebook really on how to kind of get yourself into the right kind of zone, etc. cetera. Um, and today we wanted to talk about reasons why your business might not be going as well as you want it to and how we can kind of pinpoint those. So we're going to talk you through five today. Yeah. And there are there are more, so we might split this into two podcasts. We'll let, um, we'll see how you guys kind of respond to this. And if you want another podcast do, um, on this subject, do you let us know. But we've kind of like talked about and and um, want to delve into kind of five reasons why your business just might be underperforming and not and not performing at the level you want to or need it to. Yeah, I mean, and after you know you've listened to these five, it might just be like one thing where you think, do you know what? Yeah, like that that's happening for me yeah and I think um, yeah when we when we kind of looked at our business journey um there's definitely been been one of these times if not all of these five actually that we've gone to we've gone through at times and and moved past okay so let's go with why your business might be underperforming so a lot of your business is going to depend on you as an individual. You're the kind of driving force behind the business. And part of that um, process is going to be how you are showing up in your business and how you are managing your mental and emotional state in your business. Um, and if you could kind of take a moment right now to think of between like zero is like that you're in a really 
not a great place with your business you're not feeling kind of very positive vibes at the minute about your your business you might be struggling coming off the back of you know maybe you're burnt out whatever it might be kind of that end and then 10 is that you are in a really great place with your business right Actually, now all your goals like waking up every day like it's the best day of your life living that best yeah. life. And, you're, and you're very motivated to continue and kind of score yourself on that kind of naught to 10 as to where you kind of feel in your business right now I'm writing the score down for myself and this one is about kind of finding that balance and being as balanced as you can be in business um you know that we do need to show up um and that is really important to be showing up and showing up doesn't mean you know showing your face necessarily on on social media or you know recording tiktoks 24 7 or whatever it is but it is actually just showing up for your business and showing mm-hmm. up as that future self version that you want so you know you think about kind of where you're heading and, and what you want to achieve in your business to be showing up as that person so that you're making steps forward but also with that balance being able to recognize that you know some days like today today I'm, I'm taking a while to warm up I don't know if I'm get I'm catching like a little bit of a cold or something because we've been away for a couple of days but I do feel achy I don't feel my best it's um yeah like I said to you when when I came on my cup like is empty today it just feels yeah, empty. Like, and that's okay like, you can't possibly you're only human you can't yeah you can't 100% all the time hmm. but it's having that recognition and being able to say right okay what is now going to fill my cup so that might be um today instead of doing you know any kind of content recording for any courses or anything like that or recording for our membership we're recording a podcast where if we mess up a little bit we can re-record it or you know um we're caught up on our admins that doesn't need to be done for tomorrow so those parts where actually I don't need to be showing up with full energy don't need to be kind of in our group or on sales calls or anything like that but it's really important to find this balance in between this kind of um for your mental and your emotional state as well because <laughs> exactly what we said about that kind of hustle pressure environment where we're like go 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 we need to work at full capacity 24 7 you're not working hard enough if you don't come home from your day job and you sit in front of the laptop for four hours if you're watching soaps you you like you're not going to be successful <clears throat> that is going to lead that's not a balance and that is going to lead to either burnout in your in in your own kind of mental state emotional state or it's going to lead to breakdown in your relationships and breakdown in your relationships between your children your partner your family whereby you're just not available for people so it is about having that balance and um watch netflix and yeah and your ability to kind of switch on on the days that you where you you know you're not feeling 100% as well and, and do you have to show up you know you've got to show up for your clients there are days where you just have to kind of just get on with it if you've got a wedding book that day you know you've got to show up and put your game face on and big girl boy pants on <laughs> and just know that you know you can run a hot bath when you get home and um, get back into that zen so whatever it is that fills up your cup wherever that is a blow dry a few half an hour watching the soap walk outside tricks, like whatever it is Going for a run, going for a walk, having a little splurge shopping time, a bit of pamper time. Yeah. <laughs> These are my favourite things. It is important for you to kind of find that. And also 
to build up that resilience as well because business is tough like you'll know people listening and if it's if you've not found it tough yet you're going to find at some point along the journey that that it is it it does get hard and it gets tough Mm. um and and being able to build up that resilience so that when you get that knock or the third knock or the fourth knock back that isn't the end of the world to you and you can say right there are more clients out there like there there is more business out there there are you know other things I mean you know we've had people copy social media campaigns off us we've we've had people literally take the copy off our website and create a website that's like virtually identical um and yeah it gets annoying and you think god like it's pulling me down or you know um we had other business owners like phoning the shop uh booking appointments oh Oh, we did gosh we did didn't we all sorts of things that can actually like knock you back um but it's about you kind of focusing on your journey and where you're going and and stopping that comparison with other businesses and and I, I do think that that is one thing that can kind of help you to balance that kind of emotional and mental state is to not be comparing yourself this is what I spoke about a little bit on on the last recording that I did on my own actually that you are unique there is no other you there's no other person on this planet that is doing things the way you're doing and speaking the way you're speaking and you know giving off well whatever like positive happiness you you've got that 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 is you it's nobody else they can copy your website they can copy your social media but they are not you and that what makes you you special at the end of the day absolutely okay so the second one um have we done a podcast on this topic yet because if we haven't we definitely should go we a little bit deeper we have not. We, we're both doing a lot of work with this at the moment aren't we like uh, yeah. i've got a book you you've been reading i can't think what, what your book's called what you've been reading but we've both uh, been denise and thomas yeah. um yeah so we should probably dive into this i've definitely blogged about it so if you're somebody that um reads our blog there's a few blogs on this topic but the second thing while your business might be underperforming or that you're holding yourself back you're getting in your own way is your relationship towards money now you might think well how can this hold me back but actually when you you sit and you write out and you really look deep and you do the work and you you know look at your experiences with money and your attitudes towards money and maybe your money journey and your money story you're really you'll kind you'll kind of have an aha moment as to like oh yeah this, I did this is me or this is what this is what I'm doing or this is um yeah this this has shaped my attitudes towards money so uh for me I, I sat and wrote out you know some of the things that were taught in my household when I was growing up um and I lived in a quite strict household with quite a lot of um strict values towards money quite controlled money was quite controlled in our household and also very much with parents that had a lack mentality so usually with money you'll either have a lack mentality where you um where you think that um money is lacking and um that if you get some money that means somebody else can't get that money or if somebody else gets business that means you're not going to get any business or you have kind of a mentality where you've think that there's lots of money out there an abundant mentality where there's lots of money out there and there was always more money so when we look at um your attitude and your relationship with money it normally stems back to your childhood and things that have been said in your household or um decisions that have been made Mm -hmm. or 
um, experiences that you have had, so perhaps um, secondhand trainers or not being able to go on the school trips, or and it similarly works the other way around. So it similarly works for people who have grown up with kind of um, maybe a lot of money in a household and um, perhaps that's then had a strain on relationships or the parents have got divorced because the, one of the parents is consistently at work and yes, they've had a lot of money in the household, but maybe that has led them to believe that money is bad or money causes relationships to fail. Um, so some of the things that kind of, for us, where we've worked on our um, kind of lack mentality and bringing it towards a more abundant mentality mm -hmm. It's helped us open up and um hasn't it yeah and be able to charge more in our business as well hasn't it it's not only made us feel more positive about our business it's made us feel more worthy of charging our worth um and also not worried about you know when things come along such as you know recessions or cost of living or um when we've launched new products and services we <coughs> excuse me we've um started to think more with an abundant it's kind of opened it up hasn't it it's opened up how much we've been able to yeah I think my kind of money story I didn't even realize that any of this was a thing and like like you said you'd have a aha moment and that is exactly what happened to me I was like what even is a money story in all of this um I kind of worked out that when I was a child and all throughout my childhood money's always been seen as like a negative thing and I think that leads to me now I'm a payday millionaire I will get rid of the money I'll like spend, 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 and then I'll go, I've got no money left. I've got that was like the theme growing up. We haven't got enough money. No, 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 But now I'm changing that and I'm like abundance mindset completely changes kind of the outlook. And we can up up our prices like comfortably. And that's not always felt comfortable, I don't think, has it really? No, yeah. I think that's it. It's in like what what attitude are you giving off and what vibe are you giving off? Because if you're giving off that vibe, oh, this person can never can't afford it guess what like your fears become your reality so like what you think normally becomes true so that's the sort of message you're passing on subconsciously to your buyers so uh, we will definitely deep dive into this topic a little bit um and I'm reading um Get Rich Lucky Bitch with uh by Denise Sophia Thomas it's a really good book and um, lots of little exercises in there as well to do and I know you're going to read it afterwards um mm -hmm. But yeah, we've also got a blog as well. So if you're interested, go and check that out. Right, the next one, it's all about your messaging. And um, your business might be underperforming because you're not sharing a message that sits consistently. Um, you know, we've, we, you're, you're a type of person that every time something new comes on the scene marketing wise branding wise perhaps you don't even really have that much of a strong brand you're you're just frantic with the messaging you don't um put out a clear concise message um about what it is you do what it is you offer and who it is that you serve so those things need to really come across super quick you know what what you put in your instagram bio that sort of um, conciseness is what you need um, and you need to be sharing that message consistently not constantly consistently so that it sticks yeah. to the people that are doing your feels that the business just might be underperforming you need to be having a look at where you're sharing your message where it is you're showing up and what it is that you are sharing is your message confused is it getting diluted are you somebody that kind of has a bit of shiny light syndrome and 
or something over there looking good. So you're gonna hop over and try a bit of that. Little bit of magpie. I know somebody a bit like that. Oi, oi. Um, and and those people that have kind of good businesses that stand the test of time usually have kind of a very simple short message that they share consistently. Very clear, very concise consistently shared not constantly there's a difference there between constantly sharing it and consistently sharing it what I think um I would do is I would kind of look at kind of do a cross-section of my content so I'd kind of of what what did you say do a little bit of an audit yeah I would kind of do a cross-section of uh take a cross-section of um what I'm putting out there what I'm posting and ask myself if I did not know that this was my business would somebody else be able to recognize that this is my business? Great tip. Number one. Secondly, is it obvious what I do? Number two. And if the answer to any of those questions is no, or you're left a little bit confused, or if you ask your friends or family, you know, what is this messaging saying? Um, Perhaps it also is that your branding might be a little bit cheap and you're kind of on a bit more of a high-end price scale and, and that's not marrying up it's just a good idea to kind of and then uh, we will go over to their website and for us it's clear to see that you know that messaging's off a little bit but to them because they're inside it you they can't see it so you have to look at your business through the eyes of your client not through the eyes of yourself because we can all be guilty of doing that sometimes yeah no, you'll pick on, you'll pick on, yeah you'll pick on so much more stuff as well won't you mm-hmm Okay, number four, the one that everybody shies away from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number four is um, asking for the sale. If you yeah. don't ask for the sale, how is the gonna se- how, how is the gonna sale happen? No, how is the sale gonna happen? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, this one is worried about those conversations, worried about rejection. Everybody gets you know rejected sometimes and is worried about rejection and that kind of comes back to that two points that we said the first one your ability to be able to manage your emotions and to be able to pick yourself up and be resilient and move on from these things and the second one like your attitude towards money as well so if you are somebody that kind of gets really downheartened when people you know choose somebody else over you or you get ghosted on your emails or whatever it may be because you feel like you know money is lacking and you're not going to get another booking through the door then this really needs to be looked at and this this one here really is where you kind of need to skill up a little bit don't you like yeah. you don't really get it's a bit of an art that. isn't it it's 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 a little bit of art and if you're not so confident or you know don't feel capable or don't think you're capable with a little bit of like finesse you can really like get yourself there you can really there are ways to ask for the sale without coming across as asking for the sale nobody likes to be deemed as like that salesy person do they like like switch off no I don't no thank you but there there are ways that you can kind of um because we've all done it we've all pulled our hearts out like trying trying to chase for a sale and then right at the end they don't want your services or like or or your products you've there's like ways you can kind of qualify them before you even get to that point doesn't mean you have to kind of treat them any differently but you can you kind of protect yourself from feeling so disheartened all the time if you are more in controls of the sales part of your business. Yeah, so 
you know, for this one, by no means are we sales experts, are we? Although no, no, no. Um, we don't share away from the sale. Roxy's like, I would say this is more your strong point. Like, <laughs> but I don't even know why it is. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like naturally decent salesperson, e- even in the bridal shop. Um, yeah, you've got but, the gift of the gab. Yeah, although right at the beginning, I'm like, oh, gosh, it used to scare me to death asking for the sale. And actually, I think it was something you said that like, you have to ask like 10 times or some, something yeah. ridiculous like for the sale. And then I thought, you know what? Stop it. <laughs> if I don't ask, I don't where, know. Where someone can say it's no. Exactly that, and that that's the mindset that I go in there with. Um, I don't, I'm not pushy. I I think my skill is I'm I'm good at listening to clients and what they want, and then when I know what they want, I can be like, okay, then this is how I can help you. This is what I can do. Take it or leave it. Like, so fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I think it is something as well that needs to be um like practice and honed. So the reason why kind of you probably outperform me on the sales side of things is that this is something that you keep um kind of developing and keep you kind of foot in the door if you like um whereas I think when I remove myself off the shop floor of our bridal shop that kind of goes doesn't it like that kind of practice and keeping your toe in the water and, and just having that confidence as well like because and if we get inquiries it's normally kind of me that's like chat chat chatty but I think you you are more than capable Katie like more than capable but it's just that confidence absolutely absolutely but um just on the side of kind of if you're somebody that's been out of it for a little while or perhaps you know you know that your scale um, your sales skills need some work you know this is our invitation to you to kind of go away and and channel that because you need sales in your business and like we said, if you're somebody that isn't asking for the sale, you're, you're literally putting the control with other people, you know. And whether it is a case of asking in person or asking via email or, you know, on a Facebook message or however it is on a Facebook post, you know, you need to be putting yourself out there. And we said this in a previous podcast, didn't we? Like most of the businesses that we work with, one of the biggest reasons why they are failing and why they are underperforming is they are not asking for the sale enough. And it isn't about asking for the sale in a way that is salesy or pushy or convincing people to buy things that they don't want and it's going to leave people feeling a bit icky. It, it is about you being confident that you provide a service or a product that your ideal client needs and you are getting, um, you are putting that across in a message yeah. that, is, that is clear, concise and easy to buy from. Find out their needs and wants and then if you can provide them with those needs and like yeah so you've got the answer to that then bingo yeah you need to sell a solution so for this one you need to sell that transformation that solution what it is really that your product or service is providing not the what it is it's kind of that transformation or that solution that kind of end goal for that isn't it so yeah um it has to be as stressy and as complicated as what people make it to be yeah that's it well if 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 you're already feeling stressed and you're already thinking to yourself and you're going oh I know this person's not going to book one wasting my time and wasting my time they're never going to book they are never going to book but if you go into this kind of well what whatever kind of chat that that you're going into thinking they're going to book they're going to book this is going to be great like I've got the answer to the um whatever that they're looking for they're going to book pay you any money 
you will get more bookings. That open your mind to the possibility of, I'm going to get bookings. Manifest those bookings. Yeah, I think that takes the pressure off as well, doesn't it? To be able yeah. to kind of already have been envisaged that they've said yes. And mm-hmm. kind of notice that that kind of pressure probably eases off your shoulders. The way that you speak is probably a little bit more chirpy. Um, yeah. You come across a little bit more confident as well. So. I think so, yeah. Right, the last reason uh, for today's podcast anyway as to why your business might be underperforming is um, something that I definitely um, haven't, have gone through periods of my business where I have not done this. And um, actually when I have done this and I have gone in hard with it, I have, you know, tripled my income, um, achieved more of my business, achieved more for our clients when, I, when I've actually just gone in and just got over myself and thought, right, I'm going to invest in myself. And this is probably one of the reasons why you're stuck, you're, you're in a rut, you're um, not getting the bookings that you want, you're not getting the clients that you want, um, you're constantly being asked to lower your prices or being ghosted by clients or um, you're not growing on social media whatever it is and you're stuck in a place and you've been there for a while you know you need to make a decision as to what am I doing to get out of this space like I want to move our business down so for us we wanted to move our revenue on so it's like right we're done with earning this amount of money now like we we are undercharging like we are worth more than this amount of money we create some really great results for our clients um the wedding businesses that we help and speak to go on to book multiple weddings after they speak to us so why are we only charging 100 quid like why are we only charging 100 pound um for a coaching session with us when then off the back of that people have come back and told us that they've booked 14 15 weddings um true story guys true story and and it's a case of kind of looking at that and saying right okay how do we move that on how do we move our business on how do we warm up our clients or warm up our audience to be able to be paying those sorts of prices now um and part of that was that we just weren't investing in ourselves were we so Mm -hmm. when we felt stuck in our business you know and you and you feel like you can't move it on you need to go and you know invest or speak to or invest in education and this doesn't always mean money but um since since we have kind of invested in money in ourselves with coaching or courses or products um we have seen the most rapid growth haven't we yeah we have yeah where we've actually got people in front of us saying right girls like I can spot the hole in your business here and that and that's what we do for wedding businesses don't we 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 come in and say right we can close the gap here or we can see what you're doing over here where your messaging isn't quite right or um you're losing clients over here did you know that X amount of your clients are leaving your website on this point and this is what we can put in to kind of stop that happening and some of the time like we need that we need those eyes for us and we need those eyes to come run and look and say girls like you're leaving money on the table here um and the second one is time now we're really time poor actually aren't we we're like oh, are we yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're women with young children uh, both of our children have got additional needs. There's lots of appointments to go to. Oh, we're getting all those plates all of the time. Yeah, and then our ch- and then our other children are in like gymnastics clubs. You've got to try like, and like live a full, fulfilled like social life. We've got partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're time poor, and I think you know you can. There, there is a lot. We live in an information age. There is a lot of information out there 
that can get you to a certain point. And we've done well, haven't we? Like we've done well to be able to get to a certain point with the information out there. Um, but some of the time you'll know it, like you search and search and search and you, and, you, and you just can't find it. So, you know, investing in yourself, looking at people that have, you know, done and, and trod the path that you want to walk on and they've done the things in their business that you want to achieve and, and going and learning from those people, whether it is that you consume their podcasts or that you invest with coaching with them or whatever it might be. We have found that in investing in ourselves, we have been able to increase our income. Yeah. Also increase like the amount of time that we have at home by putting in different strategies in our business to bring in other forms of revenue so that we constantly don't have to work one-to-one with people in order to bring money into the business. Um, and we wouldn't have got there had we not invested in ourselves. And actually, we're actually at the point where we almost invested like 15 grand on a program. And and the reason that we didn't was more a case of that we'll be, we're so busy over the next few months with WedgeCon and events and things coming up that actually we wouldn't be able to give it our full focus. It's just not the right time, yeah. In March, like, and we didn't blink about it. Whereas, gosh, 12 months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd have been like, no, no, I'm not here to buy anything. I'm not investing yeah. in anything. I've been really closed up about it. And actually now we're investing in ourselves. I don't know about you, but it's like changed my mindset of like, I feel more confident in myself, in my business, in my abilities. Like, yeah, I do it. Like, I am here for a reason. And people are saying like, yes, you know, you, you can do this. And that's a really nice feeling. I don't know, it almost makes you feel like secure. Although, yes, okay, we've got to pay out for whatever it is. I do like that it does, it really motivates me to... Yeah, and actually, having coaches is sometimes just about that, having that accountability and motivation to be like, hey, I've said I'm going to put this, implement this into my business, and I have done. So, yeah, if you're somebody that's not investing, it doesn't have to be hundreds or thousands and thousands of pounds. And we've given an example about where that was a substantial amount of money, and it was that's pretty bad as well. But we didn't start off investing that much money it might have been a book or a book or a course or whatever even something like content club so investing in something like content club where our content is done for you so you don't have to think about blog writing or your social media or your captions etc then gives you back 20 hours a week frees up that mental space yeah and frees up mental space for you then to be able to invest that time in improving your scale your sales skills there or by booking your calendar with appointments whatever Mm -hmm. it is it doesn't need to be an investment in the thousands and thousands of pounds could just be simple as like 12 quid a month into something like content club or booking a strategy session every four months something like that quarterly so that you can have just make sure that you're on track uh, with where you're going to your business it could be a book it could be something as simple as a 9.99 book it's just going to help you get over that little hurdle in your business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about it this morning, weren't we, with a, with one of our brand ambassadors in terms of, like, people who just think that they know it all and they don't need help. Well, okay, crack on, you do you. But everybody needs help sometimes in their business, don't they? And you can sit yeah. and you can struggle and you can be one of these people that think, oh, yeah, the world is all against me. Like, poor me, poor me. Maybe you're I'm a little always- bit stubborn or whatever it might be. Yeah, I'm always going to earn this much money. People always say no to me. Or you can be the type of person that's like, yes, opportunities. Um, I know I'm going to earn more in my business. People say yes to me. I enjoy my job. I enjoy my business. 
And, you know, people get stuck. Like I've said, I'm not the best salesperson in the world. You know, those are skills that I need to invest in. Like I invested in um, some money mindset work earlier on in the year. So kind of pushed me forward in developing that area and, you know, my personal development. Uh, I've invested in my relationships at home, you know, and, you know, looked into education that will help my relationships bloom at home and my children to thrive and it's all about just getting to that kind of next step and you know people in corporate jobs and careers get outside help all the time mm-hmm. so, I don't know what it is about business owners that kind of there's there's like a barrier that's put up like that I think it's, it's definitely like a mind mindset thing and I'm almost like addicted to like oh well how else can I like learn where else can I go to find information now <laughs> I'm a little bit addicted to it yes so yeah there there are reasons anyway and some of the reasons why your business might be underperforming yeah you've probably listened to this and thought yes at one of those points or another if there's somebody that does want to work with me or Roxy and thinks right something's not going right here girls you know you can work with us um on even something as simple as just a quick audit or a marketing yeah, yeah. help where we can just come over and just check so our, our audits are currently um 79 quid which is great well if you want to you get both our eyes on on your bits and bobs yeah that is ridiculous mm-hmm. i didn't even know that no no from your face then you were like what so i'm guessing that price is not going to be like that for me yeah it isn't because I, I didn't even realize that they were like that. <laughs> so get them booked in um yeah that is really crazy though um yeah well you'll just get us to kind of look over your business and give it a good health check and, and get it moving in the right direction ready for and then also we've got we've got like our other coaching packages as well um i'll pop the link in the show notes so you can go and take a look at all that goodness yeah what i will say about um this event that was really good one of the things that i really picked up on. and for those of you coming to WedCon or, or thinking about coming to WedCon in November is being in a room full of like-minded people yeah. at my level in business and I, I, um, I know that we spoke about this Roxy in terms of there isn't that many people in my life that are business people or business people operating on kind of the level that I'm operating on and above and um, that's what I want to do I want to surround myself with people who are who get it who have been where I'm where I am who have kind of faced the same struggles that I'm facing and um know how to kind of navigate them and, and work through and this will be one of the things that the attendees at WordCom will kind of appreciate and and hope that they will appreciate that when they kind of leave at the end of the day is that they'll have feel felt heard mm-hmm. and seen in their business and be able to find that kind of tribe of people that really understand and get it and also who are at that level that you are at and I think actually that was something that I was incredibly motivated by by being in a room full of people that were like six figure seven figure multi-seven figure like business owners and I was like yes yeah yeah it actually like gave me like a bit of goosebumps actually I was like oh yeah yeah and that and that's what hopefully those of you coming to WordCon in November will be able to take away from that as well. So, mm. yeah, that's that. Let us know in the notes. Um, leave us a review if you haven't left us a review before. It really helps people to find us. Uh, make sure you subscribe and then you won't miss an episode. We've got quite a few landing over the next few weeks, haven't we? Because I think we, we have. have. We have. Find the missing podcast that we talked about on a previous episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so 
hopefully I can't can you even remember what those two podcasts are on they're like they're like lucky dip podcasts right now so there's two yeah, that yeah. in our actual zoom account um that we haven't been able to get in and I think I've I think I've cracked it we've cracked it there we go okay guys thank you we'll see you on the next episode bye bye